Hello and welcome to Mystical and Mysteries, the podcast. Join your host, Olivia Divert, as she talks about true crime with a psychic medium twist. She will be spotlighting missing persons, cold cases, and paranormal investigations, and featuring interviews with experts in their field, psychic medium roundtables, and covering any and every topic under the metaphysical umbrella. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Mystical Mysteries, the podcast. This is Olivia, and today I have a roundtable. I've got Eli and Milo. You guys know them. They're fabulous and so, so good at their craft. Um, I had asked them to take a look at this case. It is a John Doe case, and... um, It was, let me just tell you what I do know about it. John Doe was found December 29th of 2020. Um, He was found in Daniel Island, South Carolina. He was found in a marsh that was close to Wanda River, I think is what they called it. And um, that's really all they know. They, They think that he's approximately 17 to 21 years old. And that's it, really. They do believe he's been deceased for about a year or two before he was found. Okay. But that's all they know. I mean, they don't have much to go on. They only found this poor kid's skull. Um, and, of course, they did. They were able to do that sketch based on the skull itself. And um, they did find a lesion, like an, but they believe it's old, like it's an old injury. It's like crescent shape on his skull, and um, that's exact. That's that's all they know. That's all they got. But I'm dying to find out what you guys picked up because I did a little bit more research and I started to find things. which I'll have you guys just look at the pictures. I'll do a screen share and we can talk about it. But I'm really interested to see what you guys got. So I actually did two sessions on this. I, um, I did an initial session, then I did another session this morning just to, because it was such a tough connection. Yes. And I'm questioning whether or not the the picture um, is a strong enough link to his energy. Um right. Um, because in the second session, this morning session, um, I got a different, I got a different vision of what he looks like. Shut your mouth. I did the same thing. I did two sessions. I had such a hard time connecting with this. And the second session, I started seeing different features. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bizarre that you did the same thing. And I did it this morning also. How freaking well, I did a second session because, you know, usually if I do a first session and I get a great download, yeah. I get a lot of good information usually. usually. Yeah. I didn't feel like I, I felt like a couple times I was a uh, castle building. Um, so, you know, and I didn't, I didn't want that to be the end all be all of it all. So that's why I did another session. Yeah. I don't know for you guys, sometimes like I know like my one session, I'll get, like you said, a great download. I I get all this information. I write like crazy. And then I always say, you know what? I'm going to just go in and see if I pick up anything else. So I do a second session that I'm like, yeah, no, no, I'm good with the first session. 
you just yeah. kind of you feel it you just and there's no yeah. way to explain it you're just like no nah. but yeah no so crazy yeah. so i'm excited but, to see what you got so um i picked up at the, there was in my first session i picked up that there was an argument with an older female um it felt like a mom or a grandmother um and i saw him walking away from the house um, and then there was another female that he's with, like, whether it's a girlfriend, a sister, cousin, or a friend, I don't know, but he leaves there again. Um, I felt that he was feeling frustrated and angry and a bit irrational. Um, and I feel like he just wants to be left alone. Um, I saw a police car driving past him really slowly doing like a slow roll by. Right. And he continues walking, kind of lost in thought, glad to be away from people. And I understand that a lot. Uh, <laughs> I also saw um, two white males approach him from the other side of the street. And I like, this is where the castle building comes in because I felt like I saw him picking up his pace and then running. Um, and then it blinked to a brand new perspective that they had him blocked in and they were robbing him um, like phone and either a wallet or something out of his pocket. They're beating him, um, kicking him, punching him. And then I got a lot of his head being slammed against the ground over and over and over again. Um, and then I did get a brief description of the two guys. The first white male was around 5'10", kind of a thicker build. Um, not really chunky, but thick. Um, <laughs> like I like them. Uh, <laughs> collar length, shaggy hair. Um, so kind of like stood out away from his head a little bit. So that kind of shaggy. Um, thinner lips, a longer nose, but it was kind of rounded at the end. His jawline was rounded, but not square. Um, dark hair, more brownish black. Dark eyes, probably brown. Thicker eyebrows, a goatee, mustache, beard combination thingy, um, earrings in both ears, um, tattoo on the neck, and it had cur and it was this side of his neck, and it had curvy lines. Um, I couldn't make out what it was. Um, wearing hoodies, jeans, and a sneaker. Sneakers. Right. Um, the second white male was six foot to six foot two ish, thinner build, short hair, long face, thin. Angular jawline, uh, lighter colored hair, um, thinner eyebrows, uh, a very pointed nose, fuller lips, um, sideburns and scruff. He had a jacket with a hood on, black pants, lace-up boots like hikers. Um, eyes looked kind of bluish, maybe green. I'm colorblind to green, so maybe. Okay. Um, nose, nose is pierced uh, right over here, this side. Um, and I got that they really just beat him to death. I also saw a car um, with two doors. It was an older car. They put him in the trunk and I feel like they headed south. And then the body felt like it was dumped in water. Um, then the second session, this morning session, um, I started just kind of scribbling on the margins of the paper. Okay. Um, and in that scribble, it became very clear that I was drawing a letter A. So um, when I discovered that, when I saw that it was like the letter A, the word Anton popped into my head. I don't think he's from where he was found. Um, I think his age is between 18 to 22 years old. And you said that the police said 17 to 21. Yeah. So that's pretty close. Yeah. Um, 
probably about six foot, six foot two ish, pretty skinny, decent shape, like athletic build. Mm-hmm. Um, the year 2012 popped into my head. So I wrote it down. Um, also, he doesn't look a lot like the picture. His hair is different. It's longer and styled into like little baby twists. Yes. Um, and he had a gap in the lower front teeth on the right side from the crowding of his teeth at the, on the bottom row. Um, and there's something around sex. Um, I don't know, like if he's been messing around with several different girls or multiple partners, but kind of like that whole bee to several flowers kind of thing. Okay. Um, I don't get that he's a runaway. I think he was taken to where he was dumped um in the water and he was i think he was from further north and i didn't get a chance to do a pendulum thing but i didn't have a really strong connection on it so um i don't even think it's the same state um it doesn't feel like home so there's something about florida also that draws me to like the northern part of florida so wow that's everything that i got that is your bad connection, bro? Jeez. That's, that- yeah, because I didn't get details. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds pretty detailed. That was, I'm going to tell you, I got a lot of the same stuff, but I, I, Eli, I'm going to have you go. All righty. I'm trying to follow. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so I, I also did two sessions. Um, also felt like it was a super crappy connection. Yeah. Um, I felt the first one of the first things that came up was that he's younger than was thought. I I focused in around fifteen. Okay. Um, I got seventeen uh, a little bit later as well, but I I wasn't I didn't connect that to age. Um, I just got a random number. Um, I got there are missing pieces in uh like his body isn't all together right um and i associated it more with decomp it felt natural like i don't think they like decapitated him right um and then there was this really strong like why the hell is he missing what there there are people looking for him how have they not like made this connection um i also had a really strong sense that he was non-local um, and around the event that led to his death, I had a really weird sensation. Like I was getting shocked, like with a cattle prod or a stun gun kind of thing. Um, and, and then I got like a really weird smell, but I'm, I, it smelled chemical to me, but the more I think about it, the more it's, it smells like something burning or melting um i will tell you that's relevant the chemical smell yeah okay um and then i got that he was that he was somewhat lost he uh i felt like he was from the north but there was also a strong florida connection as well um that he was robbed but i don't think that was the um motivation um, I, I feel like things were taken almost more as an afterthought. Um, I I couldn't get a firm motivation. I could not latch on to the perp. I felt like there was a perp. The only flash I got seemed like this 
crazy bushy wild haired guy with like big beard um very very weird and random um I kept fixating on like the the right top of his head uh, missing something or um I felt like there was a cranial piece missing or that there was um like a um blood force trauma that that happened there that would have dented the skull something something significant um I think you even said something about a glass bottle Yes, yes. I saw a clear cylindrical thing uh, that I think was a glass bottle that was um, coming to the head. Um, And I kept seeing him surrounded by like garbage or refuse. Um, And uh, there was a huge fixation on water and river. I kept hearing things like the river is hiding the truth um which was just bizarre and there was something about his uh his teeth something with his dental record should point to his home like that something about his teeth should should say that he isn't from there or something um uh, and then i gave a georgia connection um i got the i got a j name around him like Jared was what I put down and then in today's session I got J-A-D um uh the D being either the last name being something like Donald or Douglas like a D-O name and then uh, I put Anthony for the middle name okay um and everything I was seeing in today's session uh around the watery stuff in the river it felt I felt a strong connection to flooding, like everything was covered in mud, like after a flood kind of happens. Um, and then I heard stuff like it'll it'll look like it came from upstream, uh, which was just weird. <clears throat> um, I felt like there were like a car had been taken, like some uh, like you took someone's vehicle, and I heard the name associated with the vehicle, something like Letty, Hattie, Patty. Um, it, it, I, I didn't like Patty because it, it sounded like a softer sound at the beginning of the name. Okay. Um, and then I got, I kept trying to put him in context. And so then I got flashes from outside of the crime. Um, I, I saw him being like, one hand being zip tied to something in the back of a, a car when he was younger, like child abuse sort of things. Um, that I saw him kneeling on like dried peas or pea gravel um, as a punishment and having to do prayers. Um, and it felt really strongly in the first session, I associated it with um, like a missionary kind of family. In the second session, it felt more like an insular religious community kind of vibe. Um, it it felt very like Mormon or Amish, and what came to mind was Gullah Geechee, um, which is on the the coast in coastal Georgia. Okay. Um, but I think that's I, I wasn't sure if that was logic or intuition there. But um, uh, am I missing anything? Nothing you can think of. Okay. Oh, and uh, then when I was doing a scribbly thing, I wrote out Asheville. Wow. That's crazy. So 
I'll just tell you, um, for some of the research that I found thereafter, a lot of what you said, what you said makes sense to me. Um, and okay, let me just tell you what I got and then I'll start showing you guys because I'm so eager for you to take a peek at this that, okay, I'll just shut up. So, um, I did feel, here's the weird thing. I, I, oh man, was I having a hard time connecting to him. And, um, and when I did, it was like seen black, you know, like it would just totally went away. And then I'd be like seen black when I'd be like, okay. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to go through like the, when the, where the, why, you know, and it, it, I tell you what, it was really difficult for me to connect. But the first imagery that I got was I saw this young man. I felt like he was in the back. I just felt like in the back of a vehicle. So whether it was backseat or trunk, I wasn't too sure, but I did feel like I saw at least one perpetrator driving. I did see an old car, two door, dark in color. Um, and I just, I felt like I kept hearing like, yeah, like, I don't know, like high five in, or I don't know. It was like this weird. So it made me believe that there was two people in the car, but I couldn't see two people. I only saw one person mm -hmm. and um, I got that. He was Caucasian. I felt like he had brown hair. Um, I felt like he could have been like between five, eight and five, 10 at the time of the crime. Um, I did feel that the John Doe was like around 18. So I, I almost felt like the perps were either that age or just slightly older than this kid. Um, I did see the purpose uh, this. I mean, I'm sorry. I did see the John Doe as looking a little bit different and I kept seeing like Bob Marley. So I thought maybe dreads. Um, and I, so I don't think that they were that long, but I feel like the hair was different, you know, type of thing. Um, definitely. I also got that he is not from where he was found. Not at all. And I saw water and I saw a small boat dock. It wasn't a large boat dock. It was a smaller one. Um, let's see. Oh, and if I'm looking at this of at the map of the united states i felt pulled to the left like he was not from that state also not originally i feel like he's not originally from here he's definitely not from the area he was found like i feel like there was they drove a long bit to to like get rid of him and i almost felt like i i couldn't see it but i felt like I was being thrown, like I felt like he was being thrown in the water because I couldn't see how he, though I saw him in like muddy, marshy water, I could not see how he got there. So a part of me felt like, like he was just thrown over, but over what? I don't know, but I do feel like he was thrown over something. Um, what else did I get? And I did feel the water receded. That's why they were able to find him. Like I felt like it was covered in water and then it receded and someone was able to find him. Um, 
I do feel like the other state was a Southern state that he was from though. Um, okay. And I put here, I almost feel like his family doesn't know he's deceased, um, which was really weird for me because I started to feel like, did he come from a, a fairly larger family or larger um, supportive family? Because I felt like I saw people, a lot of people at his house or like that would be a common thing for them to like hang out as a family. Um, let's see, what else did I get? Yep. Okay. So that one. Oh, this is the new one. Okay. So then I started to see, let's see. Um, again, I just kind of started reiterating. I know he was found by water or in water. Um, oh, I started to feel like I was being choked. Um, I know that I had some kind of trauma to my head because I almost feel like I feel like head snapping back a little bit. And then I started feeling like I was getting choked or like headlocked to the point where it was like, oh, fun. You know, like I'm passing out and coming back. I'm passing out. So I did feel a little bit like that. Um, Yeah, I could not really get the motive um, of why I almost felt like he was there. So it happened. Um, had he not been there, wherever this is, they wouldn't have seen him. So it, I, I don't know what this is. I just, it was like, let's play. I, it's the feeling I got like, Hey, here's our opportunity or let's play. It was really a, such a weird feeling. So again, I don't know if I was getting into my left brain on, on that or, or not. Um, I do feel drugs were involved. I felt kind of high. So I think at this point I'm feeling like the, um, the suspect or the perpetrators. And um, I know he was, I felt like I saw the suspect. I mean, the John Doe with blood coming out of his mouth at one point um, or coming even out of his nose. skinny white male. And then I got, this is weird. It was like, um, for whatever reason, I was looking at the John Doe's face and I was only able to see like from the nose to the chin. And I noticed that his mouth was, I put goofy, which is not nice, but his mouth was a little goofy, like his teeth. There was something about his teeth that were either bucked or gapped but it was prominent and it's noticeable. And um, I got a deconnection and I felt pulled towards like Louisiana, Arkansas. Uh, he used to live there or he lived there or something. I just kept being pulled to all these different states. And I thought that was really odd, but a deconnection. Now we know he's from Daniel Island. So that was what I got the first time. The second time, which was this morning, Again, immediately saw him in that vehicle. Um, and I felt very disconnected to the drivers. Like, I'm afraid of them. I'm pensive. I'm uncomfortable. Um, 
I don't know if he was alive at this point, though, when he was in the vehicle. I'm not quite sure um, because, I again, I couldn't see anything. I just was feeling like I just kept feeling like really uncomfortable. And then I wrote down sexual assault, question mark. I feel something goofy, which is weird because I think, Milo, you picked up on something sexual. Something sexual, and I couldn't couldn't put a finger on it as to whether or not it was just because he was a flirty kind of guy that right. liked liked the ladies right or right. or what but it was something that I couldn't yeah quite... I and I I again didn't see anything I didn't feel like a sexual assault like on my body because sometimes I feel that I, I just felt like there's something weird and sexual that might have happened. Uh, question mark, question mark, question mark. I really don't know. Um, and I did feel like I saw this older male putting him in a headlock, choking him again. Um, I almost feel like, I don't know, like something either was wrapped around my neck and it could have just been that something broke. And then I, re that's when I really started like not being able to breathe and, and swallow or make noise much or something. I, I think something broke right within here. Um, and that kid, and I'm going to say this kid did not look as athletic to me, but he's freakishly strong. Like the perpetrator, I felt like he was, and I, it could have been the drugs. I feel like that might've just given him that extra adrenaline you know, it could have been adrenaline too. I don't know, but I don't feel like he looked like he could do something like this or be strong enough to do something like this, but he is like a freak of nature is super strong. That's the feelings I had. Um, though I don't feel he's like that much bigger than the suspect or I mean, than the John, John Doe. So I, I had a hard time with this. And then I said, there could be, or could there have been a, a DNA match? I feel like there should be a DNA match for something. Um, could it be that this this perpetrator could he be in prison right now? Is kind of is he incarcerated right now or was incarcerated? But I feel like there could have been some kind of DNA match. So I'm not sure why this young man has not been identified yet. So to me, that's a little confusing. Yeah, and I just wrote low tide. It was just low tide, and that's why he was discovered. So I think he was covered for a long time until whatever happened happened. So really weird stuff. I am dying to show this to you guys. So let me do a screen share. While that's loading, uh, when you were going over things, um, I I also, uh, in the initial session, I got the drugs were involved, but not that the John Doe had taken them. Correct. Um, I, and and I also had, um, at one point I had him lying down in like a ditch. I thought he was hiding, but I just saw this, this car slowly roll um, over where he was. Okay. Um, yeah. I believe. Oh yeah, like the ditch. Thing, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, the ditch thing. That's funny because I think, I don't know if I said it or not, 
But in my first one, I said, I feel like I see green grass in ditch, like, like a ditch on, on either side of the road or something weird. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what I got on the first session. But then I started to feel like my body was thrown over something. So, um, so this is obviously the Charleston John Doe. Uh, he was found in 2020. This kid has gone missing and he is from the Goose Creek area. His name is Kevin McClam. He was last seen playing video games in his home in the early hours of March 30th of 1997. Um, he has not been heard from since. I believe that he was um, at home with his mom and his sister and they went to bed and he said he was going to stay up and play video games. And that was the last anybody or anyone from the family saw him. They found his clothing at a construction site, his clothing clothing was removed and he had spray paint all over them, but there were sign, no signs of struggle. So no blood, no torn, no bullet holes, no nothing. As this kid does have a gap in his teeth. Here's the thing, Eli, you said something about 15. Uh -huh. That's this, not him. You, I don't think it was either, but it was so dang close. That's and not look, him. Look at his teeth. So I was like, I don't know. But this kid is 15 years old. It doesn't yeah. feel like him. Okay. They have not That's been able. Yeah. They have not been able to make the connection either. So when I see his picture, the, when I see Kevin's picture, I automatically go to hate crime. Like it's just plain as day. <laughs> yeah. So let me just show this to you. That is the suspect for Kevin's case. So I didn't see enough facial features. Okay. To... Yeah. So for me either, I didn't see a lot of facial features. And so I didn't, I didn't know, but he fit like. There's but... similarities. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's how I felt like. The rounded like... face, the longer nose with the rounded end, the, yes. the goatee. The dark hair, the dark eyes, uh -huh. but there's no tattoo. There's no tattoo. However, there's another male that was with this man who bragged. His name was Thomas McCarty. Um, and he bragged about killing Kevin with this. Oh, no, this is the guy that bragged. Sorry. With another man. Um, where did it say? And Kevin was 15. They did a, a search of, um, I believe, Thomas's house. And the cadaver dogs did find scent in a shed of his backyard, but they didn't find any remains. That's why I just was like, this was a, a very close coincidence. Here's the weird thing. Kevin's family moved um, out of South Carolina to Georgia. And I think one of you guys men mentioned Georgia. His family uh -huh. was in the military and they moved a lot from state to state. And that's why I was like, okay, that's weird that we were picking up that I was picking up that there was several states, something about several states, but I felt pulled to the South. This is, I would imagine like, I mean, I obviously I'm going on just feel alone, but right. I, I would imagine that the DNA from the skull they found to recreate the John Doe doesn't even closely resemble Kevin's, Kevin's. family familial D DNA. Okay. 
I just wanted to bring this up to you guys because I thought, whoa, that's what are the crazy coincidences, though? Mm-hmm. It, it is. And how sad. It, yes. Mm-hmm. And how frustrating for Kevin's family. You know, because yes. I I had the feeling that they really thought that this uh, John Doe could possibly be Kevin, you know. Mm hmm. It's, yeah, maybe, I mean, and why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they give them that sense of closure? It's, yeah, totally. And this kid, I could, was, if I was, were in the situation, I definitely would. Yeah. Oh, would for think sure. The same. For sure. And Kevin was 14 and disappeared in 1997. Where is John Doe's family? What do you guys think about the family for our John Doe? That's just like, I know there is a mother grandmother connection. Um, so I know like, well, I felt, um, and like girlfriend, cousin, whatever that next house was connection. Um, so somebody's missing him. Yes. Yeah. Someone is missing him. And I, I had, it was too consistent for me, uh, to, to kind of ignore that connection to it being a more religious type of family. Okay. Um, whether it's missionary or whether it's just a more conservative or a community oriented uh, religion. And, right. And I feel like the argument you had with the, uh, the first female in the house was around how she did not approve. Yes. Of his okay. philandering or, you know, and, casual relationships. And okay. I think that maybe, uh, the family's concerns were written off because th- there was kind of thought around, well, he, he just got sick of being part of this and left. Okay. And you said- Part of my like- castle building, um, there was a an absolute like line of thinking in there that this was almost retaliatory because he had messed around with one of these other guys is girlfriends. Okay. And you know, that kind of thing. But I, I 86 it because I was starting to build this elaborate story and I didn't want to write a book. Right. You know, <laughs> no, well, totally. I had, I had similar thoughts. I had a similar AOL where I like started thinking that it was around the accusation. There was an accusation um, put towards the John Doe but that the accusation wasn't true. And like all of the DNA, the talk about the DNA stuff and everything, my mind went to, yeah, they should be able to test that baby and see that it wasn't his. Like that was the connection I kept making. I'm wondering if me picking up on sexual assault, quote unquote, um, could be what he was being blamed for. Is that what you guys are thinking? Yes, I'm thinking that from a more logical perspective, yeah, just same. kind of all of our things coming together, but it makes sense. Yes. And I love that you uh, you guys also got pulled towards like the I felt like he is still from the south. Mm-hmm. I felt like he, I, I am to the left of this state. But I also felt out of state. Well, wherever when I was was in my first session, wherever he was murdered at and i'm calling it a murder yes mm-hmm. uh, wherever he was murdered at, um i felt then traveling south um so i mean not that north carolina is 
not a Southern state, you know what I mean? Right, right. But um, I, I felt like he was either further upstate or out of the state altogether, north, north of where he was found. Okay. And I get the distinct impression that where he was found is not home. It doesn't feel like home base. It doesn't feel like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like where you just feel like you're home. You yeah, know what I mean? exactly. So you're thinking up like North Carolina, Virginia, West Virginia, somewhere up there, Tennessee, Kentucky, somewhere like that. Yeah. I, I like when I was like, I would say the States in my, in my head, um, above there and like it didn't feel like Tennessee or Kentucky uh, I got like a, a shrug for like Virginia but maybe it's like North Carolina or something like that right See, y'all know who I am with with direction I have zero <laughs> sense of internal direction but I have a very clear and distinct impression that he that the traveling didn't happen on the 95 corridor, which is pretty much north-south. I feel like it was more north. Like an even. Northwest. Okay. <laughs> like one of the even, the, the ones that run this way. Yes, but East that West. it was, it was more, more angled. Slant. Yeah. Okay. Like that's more my feeling. Okay. Um, and to your point though, Olivia, I get that really weird Florida connection. Yeah. Which is definitely south of South Carolina. Yes. Um, because that's just right, what, right below Georgia, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, from the from Charleston, you could make what, Florida in a couple of hours? Oh, I would think so. Yeah. Because that that length of person. that length of coastal line there between Charleston and Florida is a very short chunk of Georgia, isn't it? Yeah, I could I make I, I could make it from Virginia to Orlando. I mean, flying like a rabid monkey, but um, I could make it there in about eleven hours. Oh wow! So Charleston to to the Char- top part of Florida is yeah, that's like Jacksonville four five. That's very interesting. I'm writing all this down because I'm going to start doing some research on some missing people i'm gonna hit georgia and hit florida and see if we can find some matches but i did isn't that weird that we all got something about his teeth yeah and yeah. this kid kevin he has a gap mm-hmm. i mean it is i mean it's just there's so many coincidences and but could and i saw more bucked more buck teeth where i think kevin mm-hmm. might have just had a wide gap but um I'm wondering if, you know, that is probably why they didn't make the connection with Kevin. That teeth are, I mean, that's, you can't. I mean, did you sit with Kevin's picture and see if the energy was anything similar? I did not. I did not. But when I looked at his picture, I didn't feel a connection at all. Yeah. I just was reading the information and I was like, holy shit. But I did not feel like an energetic pool if you will, because you normally, like I say, like I, if something weird happens, it's got that energetic pull for me. It's like, Oh, mm-hmm. I get like excited. Like it, my whole body changes. Um, and I get more alert if you will. Um, but yeah. I that- tell you what, if, uh, if the guy who, um, was 
pegged for killing Kevin. Uh-huh. Um, if his friend is a six foot to six foot two tall, skinny white guy with a pointed nose and a, a nose piercing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> who knows? I know. Maybe, I, maybe I, this was a, a not a first time scenario. Right. Well, let's see. This guy's name, um, Thomas McCarty. And they did say the other dude's name, Michael Moorcroft. Well, that just sounds like a horror film. Like a horror film. <laughs> like with, with Sherlock. Yes. Mycroft. Moorcroft. Moorcroft. And Moorcroft and McCarty. McCardle. I don't know. You know me. I don't say anything right. But yeah, I just incorporated. Yeah, so weird. I just thought when I saw that and I saw the and then I just was like, God, just so many coincidences. And just like you, I didn't see the face completely, but everything I said or wrote down for a description, this guy has. So like his body type and everything kind of feels right to me. But yeah, I didn't feel that energetic pull to Kevin, though. While you were um, researching Kevin, did it say whether or not they had tested the DNA to Kevin's family? They never said. You would think that they would have done some testing. Their their testing should have been there. He, um, The cop said, I couldn't find any posts here about either case. Or maybe no, it wasn't a cop. Someone just said, I couldn't find any posts here for either case. And I couldn't find exclusions for the John Doe. Um, mm-hmm. Kevin McClam uh, went missing right after or right before his 15th birthday. And the age range for John Doe could have been off because they had only the skull. Mm, that's a pretty, yeah, that's a pretty important. Um, skull is huge. Like, yeah. yeah, because it has the growth sutures on there that exactly. only over time. I agree. But like, if they just found the skull, then that would mean that some serious decomp had, had already happened if it was enough to like separate the skull from the body. Yes. So there may not be, they may not be able to trust the DNA until they like get into the marrow. And I think there are only a couple places in the, the skull, the skull that they could really test the marrow. Well, there you go. Because it's so thin. Or gotcha. Are so thin. And yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I could not find any information on whether they did any type of DNA testing. So, mm. so yeah. So freaking interesting. interesting. And like I told you, I, for the month of April, I kind of intuitively pull two states and then I have everybody vote on what state they want to work on or want me to work on. And South Carolina won. And ironically of all places, I will be in South Carolina in April. And I'm like going to be 20 minutes away from two of these cases. So I am most definitely going to go and um, check out the locations and see if I can get anything else. And that makes me feel better that you guys didn't feel connected to Kevin because I thought maybe it was just me. And I told you guys earlier, like this last month, I've been feeling really disconnected with stuff or like my information is not as specific or right without, you know. So I I just kind of pulled back a little bit last month um, and just kind of was like taking care of myself. But um, that made me feel so much better that you guys didn't get that either or like had a hard time connecting. 
so bizarre. I think it's important that we talk about that because the biggest tool that we're using is inside of our brain. And when our body starts doing what our bodies like to do, whether it's, you know, getting sick or just kind of going off track, it can throw us and throw our, our relationship to our intuition. And it's, especially for those of us who, um, who take great pride in our work and what yes. we do, you know, when that, when that veering kind of happens, it can feel really, really disorienting. And totally. I've had it many times throughout the years um, where I've just had to take a step back and you've been down a whole month or two. Oh yeah. I've been down a month or two and, yeah. and that's not like distant past even. Right. Yeah, no, this has been about a month. I, I kind of pulled back because I then I encountered, mm-hmm. you know, the the let's test the psychic situation. Oh, those are the worst. And then you're nobody, just like nobody actually sees the video of this, right? It's just all the sound. Yeah. To which I say this. Yeah, same. <laughs> Mine's yeah. brown, brown middle finger for everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Oh yeah, no. And and it gets to you, it gets inside your head and then you start questioning everything. Like, am I not doing it right? Am I not? And, and it's hard. Like, you know, I have um, different people that will contact me and be like, look at this picture, you know, can you tell me? And normally I'm like, oh my God, yeah, I can go this way, go left, go right. And then when you're not getting those connections, it's A, because they're not there or the connection, the psychic or the, the energy is not there or... I'm just off my game and I need to pull back and be mm-hmm. like, give me well, some time. Didn't Pam also talk about sometimes it's not the time. Yeah. That there's not enough information at that time to make a good connection. And two, touching on the wonderful world of Wu, um, this within the past couple of weeks, we've had a big planetary shift. We oh, had yeah. Um, Pluto moving from um, Capricorn into Aquarius, which, you know, probably sounds pretty, oh yeah, whatever. Planets change signs all the time, except um. that um, Pluto, Pluto's been in Capricorn, I want to say like 12 years, 16 years, and it's going to be in Aquarius for over 20 years. So this isn't, you know, something that happens every other day. It's a right. big shift. And that kind of shift is the sort of marker of uh, the end of one generation and the beginning of another. And so it's a big energetic shift. And yes. when that happens, I feel especially sensitive to it. And so I've been mindful of that and having to um, I, keep my spiritual ducks in a row. Yes. For lack of a better way of saying. You know what? So those of you that didn't hear it yet, um, I want you to go back and listen to everything woo-woo which is um, airing, I think, the third week of April. Um, and it's the one right before this one. So it's um, we talk about this. You guys talk about this in that episode, and we go into further detail. So you guys need to check that out because I found that so fascinating because, as you all know, I'm not very woo-woo, and so these guys were educating me. And we had Joe Fregueras, um with us in that show, and she is awesome. 
so knowledgeable with all that stuff, um, as is Ila and Milo. But <laughs> for me, it's more, I'm still learning. I'm still learning all this stuff. And it just well, doesn't absorb it. We're still a little bit of a bumpy road, aren't we? Because like, doesn't like Pluto retrograde back into um, Capricorn just a little bit in a few Towards, months? Yeah, I, I, it retrogrades back into Capricorn, I think from June to December, and then it's in, back into Aquarius. In, into Aquarius permanently. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's going to be a little bit of a a seesaw, a wobble. Uh, yeah, a back wobble, and baby, forth um, for the until the end of the year. Well, that explains it because I I'm feeling it. I was feeling. It. I'm feeling better. I'm actually feel like I'm finally starting to get my shit together. But yeah, I mm-hmm. know I was like, like nope. I need to step back for a minute and just repair. But yeah, here's the another weird thing. Um, and maybe we'll do a round table on him. I have another case that was also in South Carolina. And, um, I don't know if I told you guys, but I started having prem dreams about the Nashville school shooting over the, the weekend before oh, no. it happened. And, um, it was really bizarre. Two dreams. I woke up one on Saturday night and all I could hear was glass shattering. And I told my husband the next morning, I'm like, I got up. I thought someone threw a brick in our window. It was so loud. Normally I hear my sounds in my forehead, which I know sounds super crazy. Um, but I heard it in my ear this time. And um, I got up, I jumped up and I looked around. Everybody's asleep. Nothing's wrong with the windows. And I was just like, that was the loudest sound I've ever heard. And I told my husband the next day, it was like, it sounded like crystal, like it, it's crystal has a different sound when it shatters. It's just like in tiny little pieces and it's like clinky, but I also heard metal and I'm like, I don't know what the heck that is. Went to sleep, had a dream. I was parking my car in um, the parking lot. I know people were looking at me or I felt like I kept having to look over my shoulder to make sure that no one was watching me. And then suddenly I'm inside this building and I'm looking through doors and windows. I'm still like, hunting for him or something about him but I knew I was a female and I was looking and looking and looking and paranoid and my brain was just spinning a mile a minute like thoughts of just like retribution or abduction or I don't know I felt like this was it was a really crazy connection but my mind was just like like a whirlpool and I woke up and I thought that was the weirdest thing. I, but I knew I was inside a very large building. Next day, same, same dream, did my parking again in the building. And I was like, oh, this is a school. But it looks like a mall to me because I almost felt like I kept seeing it from a uh, bird's eye view. So I was like, this is a mall, but I, I know it's a school. I know this is a school. And again, looking, looking, looking through doors, I didn't see a gun. I didn't see shooting. I didn't hear the shooting. I didn't see anything like that, but it was more like I was inside her and my brain was just mm-hmm. not well. I was not well. And that's when the next morning we, uh, well, it was more like in the afternoon when I actually first heard of the shooting and I went and I saw the picture of the school and I was like, oh my gosh that's it crazy Uh but in one of my cases i picked up um this is before the shooting i picked up i kept seeing this um african-american male i felt like he was in his 40s though um 
and I saw him in a gray uh, coveralls and I kept saying mechanic or janitor mechanic or janitor I'm feeling more janitor than anything else and then one of the victims of the shooting was a janitor mm-hmm. and so now I'm wondering oh crap Ola did I pick up on this already and not the actual case so I was thinking maybe that would be a great time to do a round table on this other case to see what y'all pick up and see if I was not too far off or or is there something that's similar that made me pick up on the school shooting? Or is it because I'm working in cases on the South that made me pick up on the school shooting? So, you know, those are the things that are, how do you, unanswered? how do you figure those things out? I wish I had an answer. No one <laughs> If knows. we did, we'd be rich. I, no <laughs> shit. I tell you what, I even <laughs> called Pam. I was like, what the heck? How would I pick up on something that's in the South that, you know, there's school shootings all the time. I don't pick up on all school, all school shootings. I, you know, I pick up on Tennessee is just next door to you guys. Kind of. Is it? Yeah. Cause Um, it it goes, um, Michigan, Indiana, Kentucky, Tennessee, and Pennsylvania is like over there. I guess so. I guess so, but I don't pick up on stuff like that even within Pennsylvania. Like, mm-hmm. shit happens, and I'm like, you know, people are like, well, why didn't you pick up on that? Well, I, mean, I don't know, because that's not where I was focused on. I think I, my connection might have been I've been working on southern states. Or uh-huh. that particular case that I was working on might have been very similar to what went down, you know, I don't know. That's me probably reaching, but I just felt like, well, that is really freaking weird. So I, I'm I'm hoping that I got the right info. So maybe we'll roundtable that. Yeah. If you guys are up for it. Sad case. Young kid, too. Oh. Young kid, too. 15, 14, 15 years old. Yeah. Stinks. But, hey, you guys, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Well, we had a great time. Thanks uh, for having us. Yes. I love being with you guys. You guys always make me feel really good. And I'm regardless of how that might have sound it was energetically <laughs> awesome we love hanging out with you well thanks you guys love you love you um yeah you guys i will have all their information down below and someday milo is gonna fucking uh get a website because no i won't so- no he won't but you can go visit him at the store what store no, i us- really really will not <laughs> i, <laughs> I tried i know yeah. he won't and he's so awesome um Tell us the store you guys work at again. Well, we um, we work at a store called Oracle's Apothecary in Lansing, Michigan. Um, and it's um, a spiritual wellness shop. But you guys offer services there too. Um, I do. I, uh, I offer readings um, and I teach some classes. I do some, um, uh, what's the word? Mentoring. Okay. <laughs> Um, and I get to play with herbs. So yay. Oh, cool. What do you do with the herbs? Like I'm an herbalist. So we'll do, um, uh, I'll mix custom blend incenses, um, uh, herb mixes, uh, for folks for different things. I've, um, oh. I haven't done it in a while, but I, I'll also consult and like, um, help people figure out the best 
the best herbs for their situation from from a folkloric perspective rather than a, a um, clinical. So like mental or physical or both? Both. Awesome. And I'm so jealous that you grew up with the woo-woo. <laughs> I, I'm so jealous because I always think like, God, what could I be doing had I like been supported at a young age? You know what I mean? Not my path. I get no. it. Not my path. But I'm like, that would have been so freaking cool if I would have been able to like, well, I think the more and more Joe had mentioned that she thought I was a channeler. Mm -hmm. And um, the more and more that that I look into that, the more I'm like, oh, my God, that is so freaking cool, because I think I am like, I think mm -hmm. I didn't know. For, but now it's starting to feel right. And the things that I've been looking up, I'm like that. Yes, yes. Like, that's what I do. That's what it feels like. That's what it. And I do believe that my grandmother was, too. Mm -hmm. That would have been some crazy shit to be playing with her because she used to scare the crap out of me. Um and um, that would have been awesome because now it was so misunderstood. She was so misunderstood and it's so sad. Everybody was just like, oh, it's just crazy grandma, you know, but now I'm yeah. like, oh my God, I get it. Oh my God. That would have been you know funny. what though? Those crazy grandmothers are offered a certain amount of protection though, because of that, because they're overlooked by a lot of people mm -hmm. yes. and that way they can quietly do the good that they need to do. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I told you I, that she and my, my aunt were Rosicrucianists and I didn't even really know what that was um, until recently. Um, and um, yeah, so really that's also very interesting to me too. I've been getting and reading more about that. So hmm. anyway, hmm. a time, a, another, just another topic for the episodes. Something yes. like All right, guys. Hey, thanks again for coming on you guys. This is the story of our John, our Charlotte, uh, John Doe found in Daniel Island. Um, you know what? I'm just going to keep researching. And um, now I have what you guys think and what between what I have. I know it's not a ton of stuff, but, you know, it just might be those little pieces of information that helps us find someone that is very close to a match. So let's go. I hope. Yes. And I mean, I feel pretty confident that we can exclude Kevin from this John Doe. How do you guys feel about that? Yeah, I agree. I agree too. Yeah. All right. Well, that is it for today. I will see you guys next week. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to Mystical and Mysteries, the podcast. If you liked what you heard, please remember to hit like and subscribe. Have a question for Olivia or have a missing person that needs to be highlighted? Feel free to get in touch. You can reach her at theclaireconnection.com. Until next time, stay safe.